It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on eight. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't know. A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. As always, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. A lot to get to, a lot to discuss. It all starts on Twitter. Follow me at James Erpine. And on the show yesterday, my thoughts on Mike Nugent. Please go check that out, and before you judge it, before you come at me, because I've gotten people on Twitter, stop blaming Mike Nugent. There's so many other problems with this team and others. Why are you giving Mike Nugent a pass? Just hear me out. Check out the podcast yesterday. Then give me your input. As always, subscribe, listen, share this podcast on on iTunes. (laughs) Jesus. On iTunes, on audioboom.com. And as always, I appreciate it. I appreciate each and every single one of you listening. Tomorrow I'll be in the Bengals locker room and you'll hear exclusive audio, one-on-one stuff with Bengals players about their struggles. They're 3-6-1. And And you get it right here somewhere. You you, you don't get this stuff everywhere else. Not every other Bengals podcast has one-on-one interviews straight from the locker room. Not every Bengals podcast gets the exclusive stuff we do here at Locked on Bengals. So subscribe, like, share it, and hopefully you enjoy it. And if you disagree, let me know on Twitter. If you like it, let me know on Twitter, at James Rapine. And I, I talked about Mike Nugent yesterday, but the, the other topic in, in Stephen A. Smith on my blog on ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com talks about how Marvin should be fired again. And I, I, I look at it, and I think about it, and I don't know. I don't know. And here's why. It's real easy to say, well, it's time to move on. Clearly, Marvin has lost the locker room. 3-6-1. and one. Clearly, Marvin just he isn't the right guy for the job. Last year, they were 12-4, and four, guys. This team has been to the playoffs for five straight years. And Marvin Lewis was giving a new lease. He was given a new lease on life, right? After the 2010 season, when he came back to the new regime, to the new culture of the Bengals with A.J. Green and Andy Dalton and the Young Guns. Well, that's when his new lease started. So everyone says 14 years. No, no, no. It's from 2011 on. And if you would have told me the Bengals hired a new coach in 2011 and 
he got them to the playoffs five straight seasons, and then he had an underachieving sixth season, I get the frustration. I understand it. I'm not sure there's a better man for this position. I'm not sure Marvin Lewis, if there's anyone else other than Marvin Lewis that can do for the Bengals what they need to do and deal with Mike Brown and and be able to handle that. Remember, relationships, fit is very important. Fit is, is more important than talent in a lot of cases. Does that quarterback fit? But it's not just that in your job. Does this receptionist fit my sales staff? Or is my sales staff going to be bothered the whole time answering calls because the receptionist isn't worth a damn? That matters. It matters in life. It matters at every job. Fit is just as important, if not more important, than talent, than skill, than opportunity. Give you a perfect example. Let's say I get a call tomorrow from, I don't know, any, any sports outlet in the country. Any single one. Let's say San Jose calls me. Radio station in San Jose. James, we want you to come be our local voice of reason on three different stations. Sports talk. You'll be doing some politics. You'll be doing this and that and this. That's great. But if the sports director and I don't get along, if we butt heads, if we don't fit, who knows if it works. If the audience doesn't like the way I sound. If the audience uh, isn't into it, if it's not the right fit for them, if my silly analogies aren't there or or the way I come at them, they they don't like that, well, that matters too. But professional fit is what I'm talking about here. Mike Brown, Marvin Lewis, they fit each other. Chip Kelly wouldn't fit here. John Gruden, who you know you'd throw out there, probably wouldn't fit here. A guy that probably would have fit here, Hugh Jackson, he departed. He went to Cleveland. Another guy who could have fit here, Mike Zimmer. Big ego, but knows how it works here. Definitely strong-willed type, strong-willed individual. He's gone. Head coach elsewhere. So I look at this team, and yes, there's always going to be someone that wants one of the NFL jobs. But don't forget what it's like to not have Marvin Lewis. And yet, I see the other side of it. That's the thing is I see your side too, and I know what you're about to say. So I'll go ahead and try to predict it here. James, you can't be scared of change. In life, you know, if you think it's a pretty good opportunity, if you think it's time to move on from whatever role or the current coach, you can't be afraid to do so. I agree completely. You can't be afraid to make a move to San Jose just because everything doesn't fit perfect. Totally get it. I totally understand, and that's the dilemma. You have to weigh what you have with Marvin, the comfort, the familiarity with Marvin Lewis, and you have to weigh that against the unknown and the upside of bringing someone else in and having a new voice. And that's the juggle. That's the balancing act. And honestly, I know I'm supposed to have this hot take, but there is no right answer. And there wouldn't be a right answer if Marvin was let go today. Because you wouldn't have that answer until three, four years down the line when you get to look at the team, see if they've been successful or not. But ultimately, I know what Marvin is. I know what the Brown family is. I also know that the Bengals, the best team 
that we may see of the Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, Marvin Lewis era was last season. This team isn't as good as it was last year on a, and for a lot of reasons. Coaching, sure. Coordinator, sure. Talent, sure. Free agency, sure. Drafting, yes. I mean, I just named every single one of those things, and I can find flaws with all of them. Every single one. Substantial, substantial flaws, excuse me. So I'm not sure where they go from here. I'm not sure what they do. But I, I, I am sure of a couple things. One, A.J. Green is here to stay. Two, Andy Dalton will be the starting quarterback. And just because I know the organization better than a, a lot of people, and this isn't going to be a surprise, but but just because the, the at least the people I've talked to familiar with the organization, put it that way, it's not like I'm super tight with the Bengals. I go there for press conferences and locker room invites and stuff. But anyways, those I've talked to think Marvin's in. Now, let's segue right here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. I know this has been a slower show than you're used to. You're used to me coming in with hits and takes, and and we'll get back to that. But today I really wanted to come at this like-minded approach, go full circle, talk about Marvin, because I think it's at this time, this point in the season, you want to hear about him. You want to discuss it, and I'd be more than happy to on Twitter at James Rapine. I'll also be on Cincinnati 700 WLW 9 to midnight this Saturday. So if you want to call into a live show, you can do that. But the other angle with this, and never forget this, this is very important, very, very, very important when you're calling for Marvin Lewis to be fired, which fans are, some media members are. I am not. I'll be on record, and I will say I'm not. And, and I think it's because I'm just aware of how the operation works. But the other important thing to see and to pay attention to, remember in January when there were reports of a succession plan where Hugh Jackson would eventually succeed Marvin Lewis here in Cincinnati? Not this season, but in the future. Would take over, potentially when his contract ended, so it would have been after this year. Hugh Jackson did not want to do that. And he's talked about that some. He hasn't talked about that in depth. No one's really addressed it publicly much. Marvin Lewis got a one-year contract extension this offseason. What, what it tells me, what, when you have a succession plan in place or you propose one, it means you're thinking about the end. Marvin Lewis is likely thinking about the end, about retiring, about moving on. If you're the Brown family, if you're... Anybody involved with the Bengals. Marvin Lewis has one more year on his contract after this season. Do you really, really fire him now or fire him this offseason if he's told you, ah, 2017-2018 is probably going to be my last year? If he tells you that, why move on? And the instant reaction, and the instant reaction, and I get it, is going to be, because that sets you a year behind. You'll have a whole nother year to make up. Marvin Lewis needs to go, and I don't want to wait another year for it to happen. I get that. But remember about what we discussed at the beginning of this podcast. He was familiar, comfortable. They work well together, and there's a good fit. Let's say you have a problem with one of your bosses. You and your boss start to clash. He or she is unhappy with your performance. Performance isn't up to par. 
you're close to retirement age, though. You might nudge, or they might nudge you out the door. They might offer you a nice, you know, uh, buyout. They might buy out your contract. Well, the Bengals, instead of buying them out, they might say, all right, we'll give you one more run at it, coach. Draft well. Do what you need to do. You've given us 14 great years. Let's go one more. Let's go at it with A.J. Healthy and Andy, and and let's really try to make a run here in this AFC North. And who knows what they do in the offseason and the moves they make. But I could see that happening. And I wouldn't be mad at it. I, I would understand it. I totally would. Look, Marvin, like him or not, he's, he's been in the playoffs. Half, the, half of his time he was here has been spent making playoff trips, trips to the playoffs. And when he got that new lease on life in 2011, when you knew that, hey, things are, are flipping, he's going to get more chances, more opportunity, and, and, and kind of a, a blank slate, well, he's been to five straight playoff appearances. Five, or five, play, five straight playoffs. Made five straight playoff appearances. If I could talk, it'd be great. So I look at it, and, and, and I just think, man, I don't think Marvin goes this year. I think 17-18 is probably it, barring something unforeseen. You know he wants to get a Super Bowl. You know. Like, think about it. You think fans want a Super Bowl? This dude's been working at his job since 2003. 2003 he got here. Changed the the culture. Wanted to get it turned around. Oh five! All of a sudden, Super Bowl contenders. Bottom falls out. Chad goes AWOL. Carson not as good. Team regresses. Gets a new lease on life in 2011. Boom, boom, boom. Team was great last year. Andy gets hurt. I'm not giving him excuses. I'm not making excuses. I I believe Marvin's a good coach. I also understand why people believe and think there needs to be a new head man down at Paul Brown Stadium. Ultimately, though, with any firing, you have to come at it with a like-minded approach, with a level-minded approach, and, and, and look at it from all angles. I've tried to do that in this podcast. I think Marvin will be the head coach for the remainder of this season. I think Marvin will be the head coach next season. That's as far as I'd be willing to go. I think that that, that will change after 27, 2017, 2018. It's just a hunch. The succession plan, the, he's got plenty of money, the, the taxing. The, God, he's got to deal with us, with 53 guys, with the practice squad. I mean, that's a lot to deal with. He's been doing it for 14 years. At some point, he'll want it to end. I think that that comes within the next year, year and a half. I, I do. Maybe I'm wrong. And don't come at me with the Marvin could be a GM. I, I don't think he wants to do that. I think he will be on a beach somewhere if he prefers a beach. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Tomorrow I'll be in the Bengals locker room. You'll hear from Marvin Lewis. You'll hear from some Bengals that I get. Whoever's willing to talk to me. You heard from Vontez Burfecht last week. He didn't want to talk. He wanted me to not say Vontez Burfecht and keep his name out my mouth. Vontez Burfecht, Vontez Burfecht, Vontez Burfecht. Maybe I'll ask him if he wants to do an interview. Appreciate you listening. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. Until tomorrow when you'll get those exclusive interviews. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? 
Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.